It's the race of the future of the Miami Crypto something Grand Prix. Future race in crypto. Basically, I've decided that I'm just going to say what I like, what I call the race, because I don't mm-hmm. like their names that much. So, yeah. like, I'm just going to name the race my own thing, and that's what we'll do from for the open from now okay. on. So well, I'll, I'll refer to it's the Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix, and this is the post-race recap right. on and the I'll, F1 side. I'll pod. call it race of the future Crypto Miami Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is the post-Miami race uh, here on the F1 side pod. Uh, I'm Cody. I'm Noah. And I'm Paul. And uh, it, interesting race. There were some lulls, but it really uh, it really picked off, uh, picked up uh, pretty well. The uh, uh, winner of the first ever Miami Grand Prix. Uh, yeah, bring up the anthem. There nice. we go. Uh, Max Verstappen. Partridge uh, in a pear tree. Yeah. That sounded great of it. Everybody oh, God, loved it was bad. <laughs> uh, Leclerc P2 signs P3 to f- uh, finish out the podium, and then Perez and Russell uh, knocking out the top five. Uh, Paul, your prediction, you had Verstappen and Leclerc one and two. Uh, I had Russell P5 is all I got correct this week, and Noah got jack shit. Yeah, I got, I got <laughs> big old goose egg on this one. I think you had all the people... Just not. I had them in there. In the I right had the places. right ingredients. Yeah. I just didn't, you know, the cake didn't come out right. Yeah. But I had all the ingredients in there. But uh, Max Verstappen, I mean, took he took uh, he started P three. Mm-hmm. He took over, I think, lap nine, and essentially held it the rest of the time. Yeah. He was he was under attack there at the end after the safety car, as it should be. Uh, and. I think all around just really good race from him. I mean, real tight at the end there after that safety car. Yeah, it was the, the last 10 laps were a little clinchy. Yeah, yeah he's a dang good driver, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they I thought they were pretty clinchy, but if if I were to think back on the race and stuff, I seem to remember somebody, and I don't want to name names around here, but I remember Paul specifically walking around being like, "Meh," whenever they were within about half a second of each other. I wasn't saying it like a man. This is boring. You were saying he's going to catch him. I was like, eh, I don't think so. That's yeah. the that's the type of. Eh. Well, you just yeah. outed yourself because I didn't. I didn't name names except for when you said Paul. <laughs> yeah, you said Paul. <laughs> yeah, it's well, a joke. Eh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the interesting thing is these Ferrari. Like last year. You know, there obviously there were differences between the Red Bull and the Mercedes. You know, some tracks were better for one than the other. There seems to be a huge difference in just the pros and cons of their Ferrari and the Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Ferrari's corner better. The uh, Red Bulls have the better straight line speed. But like, but like, it's just what so was, nuts. There was like, it was Verstappen was like had twenty seven laps on those. Cards mm-hmm. and Leclerc only had like 16. No, 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 they, no, 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 no. He's like two laps behind him. No, actually, Leclerc pitted right. first. Wait, didn't Le- they finish? The I race? thought I saw him like those last. Mm-mm. No, Leclerc, Leclerc pitted two laps before Verstappen. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, he had, I think, at one point I saw it was like 27 and 25. Never mind. I think maybe he looked at signs. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, They were pretty close to each other. Okay. uh, As far as pits went. I mean, it came down to really, honestly, it came down to signs fighting off Perez after that safety car. Mm. Because Perez, you know, he lost power a little bit through the race, which has been kind of Red Bull's issue all year. And unless they fix something soon, we'll continue to be that way. Uh, And then... Uh, but signs had lost a little bit of power, but had, uh, medium tires on instead of the hards, which could be, uh, uh, you know, could have been the difference, but he, he fought him off. I mean, it, it came down to a lockup during a pass that went poorly. Right. But I, I think, I mean, all in all real tight there. Um, and speaking of that safety car, Lando Norris took a carousel in Miami yeah that was nuts yeah he dinged it up real good they bumped <laughs> and it ruined it because yeah. like i mean verstappen had a really dominant race there uh the last little bit was very interesting after the safety car where you know lando and uh oh, gasly gasly bumped and um so obviously that just like basically reset the race but um you know i still thought uh even afterward you know he had to basically start all over fighting off Leclerc and still, you know, he I did mean, it. Even Held with him. just a little bit of race left, uh, kind of came out pretty there for a little bit, but yeah, it only took a couple laps for him to get out of that DRS zone. Yeah. yeah. Well, and who benefited the most from that was George Russell, who mm. I think had a hell of a race, honestly, today. Was it Mr. Sad today? Yeah. Uh, he stayed on. See, he qualified P12 and finished P5. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, he stayed on the hards, literally said at one point, let's see if there's a safety car and hope we can pit under a safety car. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you pit under a safety car, everybody's going slower. So you essentially get, you know, it goes from being like a negative 20 seconds to your time to being negative like 12 seconds. Just talking about like George Russell and with Mercedes in general, um, you know, Mercedes this year, George Russell, Lewis Hamilton. Oh, you mean Mercedes number one driver, right? Mercedes yeah. number one driver. But you know, Mercedes with George Russell and Lewis Hamilton, it's kind of been interesting to see it, you know, just from a viewer perspective, it just looks like George Russell's kind of taken over that team. Like, Oh yeah. He's yeah. To- he's completely on the front step every race with like, you know, and he's Hamilton seems to be like just, you know, even just listening to him on the radio and stuff like, uh, George Russell seems to be way more kind of just positive, I don't know, positive and in command yeah. what he's doing and calm. Yeah. And like, you know, in the race, uh, at one point, you know, there was like a pit strategy, uh, uh, have him come in for softs. Up. Yeah. Basically, uh, whether Hamilton should come in for softs and, you know, Hamilton just don't leave it up to me. Like, you know, just tell me what to do. And then yeah. comes back. And then, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, so he like, uh, ends up not pitting later in the race. I guess he feels that didn't work out for him, obviously, because he finishes, you know, after Russell, but he uh, kind of blames their pit strategy. But then you got, on the other hand, George Russell, who uh, kind of went against, you know, what they were saying with the pits, uh, thinking yeah. we should just stay out and see if there's a safety but, car. But and then, like, it works out. Yeah. And then Hamilton, like, seemed to blame the team for the bad strategy. It's like, exactly. You, yeah. told, you yeah. told them to make the strategy, and now you're, like, complaining that their strategy was bad. Yeah. And yeah, maybe like, it would have turned out the same choice. either way, honestly. Yeah, it could have. Right. But it's just the fact that he's like, 
but not it just berating seems like, them, but he's just like passing the blame. Yeah, it seems like Russell's just kind of like taking, making excuses. It, to me, it seems like he's taking ownership of that position and is like, you know, yeah. I, I mean, he puts a lot. I feel like he's putting a lot into it, and he's he's yeah. he's gotten lucky a lot, but he's also like been really good for them a lot. Yeah. Like I, I really like watching him this year. Which I will say, to be fair to Hamilton, which we don't do super often, I don't, I don't uh, is. Um, what was it Sochi last year when mm-hmm. that rain started to come down and Lando Norris unfortunately spun out in that race as well, but differently, um, you know, Lando Norris led the whole race and then it started to rain in the last like 10 laps and he stayed out on the hards who Lando Norris, okay. uh, stayed out on the right. hards and it looked and like ended he up was getting gonna... too wet Yep, and he spun out and ended up finishing like P seven Hamilton. On the other hand, they brought him in before the rain really started to come down. Right he put on wets or intermediates. He went on to win the race after Norris spun out and he gave the credit to his strategy. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a thing where you got a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. He's changed since then. Yeah. Russia has changed since then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, so to be fair, he does at least give the credit to them when they choose Mm -hmm. correctly. Yeah. Last year he did, (laughs) but well, he hasn't had much to really give him credit for yet this year. All in all, though, just, um, you know, based on just like his uh, Lewis Hamilton's prior performance this season, uh, he actually really like just looking at it face value had a good race for him. Yeah. The only issue is the expectations. Right. If he didn't have such sky high expectations for Mercedes and him. Right. He'd be like, it's it's a pretty decent year. But if from their perspective, I would say it probably seems pretty positive for him. But I. You know, I don't know if what I don't know if they I don't know what they want, but I don't know if they want to be in the position where they've got Lewis Hamilton right behind George Russell. That yeah. seems really uh, I don't know. It's one, two. Yeah, it's <laughs> I think it's definitely not going to make a good team atmosphere. Well, and it, it, it I mean, honestly, it fully depends on Hamilton, how he handles it. Yeah, because if you've got. I think the way most teams do it is early on, it's very even strategies mm-hmm. and race by race until it starts coming to who's been doing better. Mm-hmm. And then you start going, okay, we're going to give them the better strategy. They've got more points. They're the closest to winning the driver's championship. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and, you know, honestly, if neither of them are in reach, which is potentially going to be the case, mm-hmm. they may just keep it pretty even and go race by race. Who's, who's where, what strategy are we going to give them? I think, um, you know, especially just with, you know, Hamilton, like he's obviously they all are competitive, but, you know, Lewis Hamilton is super competitive. And I think that I think him being right behind uh, George Russell, like in the lineup is I I think they're going to feel like they're basically racing themselves and stuff yeah. a lot like where. You know, I think maybe they went in thinking Russell was going to be obvious, like behind yeah Lewis Hamilton, but it's not working out that way. It uh, I'm I'm thinking that it might get a little tense on the track for them if they're right there with each other trying to figure out who's the number one driver. Which right now, but this was, that was a rare rare thing for Hamilton to out qualify Russell. Yeah, this yeah. year a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, speaking of uh, similarly. Well, of, just one second. Yeah, Let me ahead, just sorry. to make my point a little sorry, more. Sorry, before like, I do my transition. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I just, you're fine. To make, I think to give my point a little more clarity. You know, back like historically, it was just easier 
for I think Mercedes to you know it's Hamilton Botas Hamilton Botas always yeah Hamilton's just been number their, one for their speaking, situation with their drivers was a lot simpler speaking of Hamilton Botas Botas out qualified Hamilton and I thought that was pretty splendid yeah unfortunately finished behind them because of know, something but, that happened late in the race but yeah there was a, a small incident with Botas but honestly like he's, he just went wide he's, yep he's performed super great Killer. like super well this oh, yeah. season and I think he had a killer race. I think, honestly, he's he's better. I, he's yeah. better being an alpha. Yeah, yeah, and I think he's stronger than yeah. Uh, well, I think I think like being second to Hamilton, like he had been, was like really getting to him towards the end of the last season. Yeah, but like yeah. he was still doing his part, his part as a teammate, but yeah. you could just tell it was just like getting him down. Yeah. Well, and like I think no, kind of what you're saying is. Hamilton's been number one for so long that like you kind of wonder how he's taking it losing so often to his teammate in the direct comparison of having the same cars. And it just like the drama of like having your racers right next to each other on the track, I think sometimes for like decision making for the team can get a little hairy, especially with Mercedes. I think historically you'd seen like situations where they had a like a lot of like kind of infighting on the track between Botas and Hamilton that um you know they might you know now if like if russell and hamilton start performing kind of comparably that they might get uh, a little dramatic here so i i would wager that if they keep performing like they are that there's going to be a bit of drama between them uh, for the next like few races well and it'd be similar probably to uh when verstappen first came up to red bull with ricardo (laughs) Ricardo. yeah and there was that or was it it was azerbaijan wasn't it was it where uh ricardo crashed into verstappen they it were, was azerbaijan I, yeah. I don't know if they were one two but they were up in the they top were, five uh, but yeah they were i think oh yeah i think they were and ricardo just crashed into the back of verstappen and it was just they were kind of sour the whole time they were there yeah and so you i mean if you're a mercedes or a mercedes fan you really hope that's not going to happen to them but it could i mean when you've got yeah. the guy who's been kind of established number one for a while and then the hot kid comes up and starts beating him you oh know, you think you think max is hot too it. Well, that's not what I meant. No. <laughs> Person, personally, but, my, oh. you know, uh, another thought I had about about like uh, Botas, Valtteri Botas with Alfa Romeo, the you know at the start of the season, I think um, you know Kevin Magnussen's like early race, like P was P five qualifying yeah. with Haas was such a big story because of like Haas's like past performance that <laughs> uh, you know it to, it kind of drew a lot of attention just that. He'd done that and it's drawn, uh, you know, I don't know about everybody, but it's drawn a lot of my attention to like watch Haas, uh, and especially with how they, you know, started out the season, like super strong. They've kind of settled back down, like in the lower ranks, hopefully just in, you know, battling for points is where I'd like to see them. But, uh, anyway, I think to me, I'm starting to feel like that was distracting from what I think the kind of real story for me is, is that Alfa Romeo yeah. has been, like mo and uh specifically Valtteri Botas has been very like standout good this been season more for consistent. Yeah, as a for team, more consistent I was as not a team. expecting them to be where they're at yeah. right now. We both yeah. I think so I think them to be I think, last place. I think as much as no, I thought I think as much as I thought Mine that Haas oh was like kind of a Cinderella story at the beginning of yeah. the season. I'm kind of thinking that the real kind of like underdog cool story yes, about this season is botas yeah, with alfa romeo and alfa romeo as a team uh well who hasn't been the cinderella story this year 
Um, is yeah, Nicholas Latifi. Oh, yeah, Latifi. Oh, I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't even know. Are they still racing over there at Williams? Yeah. Because <laughs> Albon has been regularly out qualifying, out uh-huh. racing. Well, because Albon's a good driver. Yeah. Like, and uh, so there's been stories, there's been uh, rumors, whatever you will, that Latifi could get replaced mid-season. Mm-hmm. And now this doesn't happen a lot. It happened when But what's going to happen Albon, with our blue tur- turtle guy? Yeah, no. We're going to have to make different jokes. <laughs> Dang. Uh, but it happened That's a couple a years ago when Gasly was with Red Bull. Yeah, who's going to get the mid-race restart going yeah. without Latifi there? Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Gasly was with Red Bull. Albon was actually with, uh, was it Alpha Tower at the time or was it Toro Rosso? Whatever. Tor, the, it was the Toro Red Rosso. Bull Junior team at the time. Yeah. And they swapped mid season. But this one. No. Yeah. Albon yeah. and Gasly. Or was it Alpha? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Toro this Rosso. one would be the rumor is that they may reach out to Alpine and Williams gets Oscar Piastri to race for the second half of the season. And kick, I don't know, either kick make Latifi their reserve driver or <laughs> just straight crazy. kick him to the curb. Mm. Uh, kick him to the curb. But that would be, that would be nuts. I mean, I haven't been following Formula One as long as you guys have. I wasn't super following it actually when um, the whole Gasly Albon thing. But I mean, that would either energize a team or be super disheartening for a team, I think, to have I, that happen. I think mostly from a team perspective, they... I mean, Latifi, no, but like for, for uh, Nicholas Latifi personally, no, but like for the team, I, I would think those kind of decisions and switch out, you know, driver things would probably be more energizing than anything. Like just a chance to try to like change something about what's happening. Yeah. Cause like they haven't, you know, they've, where did, it, what did Albon finish in this? Alex Albon Today, finished Albon, in this series, Albon got 12? another point. Oh, tenth. he got, he got 10. He okay. got 10. So, uh, so he's got two I think, points. Yeah, yeah. I think Williams, and, and he got their other point as well. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. one where he didn't pit until Latifi the last race, didn't. the last but lap. I think for them, that's going to be super energizing because they're, they're one of those teams that's just trying to get a point, a point, a couple times, like, you know, as many times in a season as they can. Yeah. And I think that Al, Alex Albon getting, you know, his two points in six races for them. I think that that shows that their car is, you know, probably where they want it to be. But I think the car is better than the past couple years have been for sure. A hundred percent. But like, cause they, they didn't get a point last year. Did they? No, they think... did. Russell got him. Oh some yeah. Points and stuff. Latifi right, actually right. scored some year points before though. Year. You're I right. Think they did. But it was when like people, it was, it was the similar situation that we've talked about, uh, in previous episodes where it was like so much of the field crashed out mm-hmm. that they could finish in the top. Right. But how they got a lot of their points. But I would say like in six races, they've got two points so far, you know, from one of their drivers and not the other. And I think the other is really like lagging so much. And I think that they probably see if I had to just, you know, guess, I would say they probably see potential to kind of strike and get more points. But they need they I think that, you know, if they don't think he can get any, they're just going to like I don't I don't think it's strange to think they would just get him out of the car and just see if they can get someone in there that can get a point because they got one driver that is performing you know for their team very well yeah yeah but i think the only potential issue would be with him being a pay driver which Mm -hmm. is when essentially a driver has companies that he has ties with 
That, and that's Nicholas that Latifi's Nicholas Latifi uh, is known as a pay driver, which mm. usually it's a negative term because it means they're just in there because they have money. Um, but it's a kind of a prove yourself and prove you're not a pay driver. But he's got companies that he is friendly with or whatever that will sponsor whatever car he's driving. And so the team essentially gets money because he's on the team. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, they might lose that money. But also, if you lose that money but get a better driver in who's scoring more points, you could essentially, potentially different sponsors to yeah, give you that same you burn that money. bridge you better hope that that driver you bring in does make the points yeah exactly well, they may i mean who, who's the other driver they're bringing in is oscar it, piastri he is, went he uh won f4 f3 and f2 in subsequent mm-hmm. years and the last two drivers to do that were charles leclerc and george russell see so, I, li- I like the sound of that and i would say that uh you know pay drivers i think i, I don't I, you know i don't know the numbers but like I think pay drivers are good for teams that are bringing home zero points. And I think that teams that like the difference in getting like one, two, three, four points at the end of the season and stuff and zero points is like tens of millions of dollars. Easy. I would say that, you know, basically their thoughts got to be the red, like if we're, you know, getting consistent points or getting, you know, enough points that, uh, it's well worth the risk to you know try to get someone else in there who can get more, and it's probably worth more money to them. It's yeah. probably where they're at with it. Yeah, I agree. Um, one one more thing before we head to the break, and this is something we've touched on. Uh, I think at, uh, maybe at the preseason episode when we were just figuring this whole thing out, mm-hmm. which we still are, but um, is because this was in America this week. Mario Andretti was with them at practice too. Uh, and talked about the potential of... Who's and Mario Andretti, let's Mario say. Andretti, uh, American driver, mm-hmm. uh, won... I don't know if he... Did he ever win? I think he did. He was uh, won a driver's championship. At least one, I think. In I, Formula One? In Formula One. Multiple race winner. Uh, I, I know that he's... I, I know that he's won some. I don't know about... Yeah, about I, the I, overall, I don't know about his stats, but... Yeah, but multiple race well. winner, Formula One driver, uh, American... And owns Andretti Autosports, which I think sponsors like NASCAR, IndyCar, a bunch of different racing things. But uh, they're looking to make a foray into F1. Uh, Last offseason, it was rumored they were potentially going to buy out controlling stake in Alfa Romeo and take over that team. But now it's been talked about of them joining as the 11th team, 22 drivers on the grid. And most likely they would bring with them the first American driver in, I don't know, a long time mm-hmm. into F1. He was on during FP2 uh, talking about that and uh, basically said the only thing they're missing to join F1 is the approval by the other teams and by F1 itself. They've got a car, they've got a, uh, or they've got manufacturing facilities, they've got an engine supplier, they've got money, which is mm-hmm. a big thing. Uh, so they're just waiting on F1 to say yes. And so I think that sounds awesome because I feel like there's not enough kind of driver churn in F1. You get people kind of like Latifi staying around probably a little longer than they should. And uh, so I'm all for it. I think it sounds awesome. Have another American team, have mm-hmm. more drivers in there. What do, you, what do you guys think? I say make bring in two teams, have 24 drivers. I say bring it on. Bring it, fill up this thing. Yeah, you saw you saw those fans out yeah, there I in Miami could be today. A good idea. Yeah. What they need in F one is more America. Yeah, they <laughs> need more America, and they need more boats <laughs> sitting on what looks like pools of Jello. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're almost not even talking about go. that because it was so disappointing. It was so much worse <laughs> than I could have ever imagined it would look. It was terrible. It won me over. I like. <laughs> uh, so last thing before we run to the break, mm-hmm. driver of the week. Oh boy, oh beans! I've been worrying. Man, it, it's a weird kind of week for driver of the week. Uh, I'll I'll go first because I really don't know who else to really nominate for this. I'm nominating Verstappen. He took he took the race at nine. He he really you know except for pit times held the lead the whole time. He fought off Leclerc at the end. I mean, I think uh, I'm I'm going with Verstappen as well. I'm going. I'm going weekend warrior, Botas. Ooh, interesting. I uh, yeah, and he did he did well today. I mean, up until uh-huh. he went wide and got passed, but I mean, all weekend he's been solid. Freaking beat Hamilton. Yeah, qualified, qualifying. Qualified P five, the highest I think they said Alpha Romeo's ever qualified. Yeah. So I'll say this. Um, to your credit, P7. Paul. Um. I thought that my driver of the day in the last uh, five laps of the race, I think, or maybe a little earlier, my driver of the day was between Mick Schumacher and Valtteri Botas. I thought both of the incidences involving I those knew two you at were the end of the race. Schumacher. Yeah, both of their incidents at the end of the race um, knocked both of them off for me. I thought I, I thought it was hands down Botas if he finished it, like where he was at, but I thought, you know, like... Something about there's something about like kind of slipping at the last five laps and just coming to the it. pressure. Well, I don't know about I don't know what it was necessarily, but I would say that there's something about like, you know, slipping right at the end, like not, choking a not little bit, fi- not finishing strong. Yeah, that just kind of like uh, killed it for me a little bit. Like, yeah. so that's what took it away for me. Schumacher, I me. so bummed about schumacher like he finished the race and everything can't couldn't give it to him either but i thought that like you know I was, uh, okay go ahead sorry oh, i was just saying i thought him outperforming his teammate i thought I, him finishing it you know ninth was gonna be like you know a super strong performance for him and something that i think like he needed to kind of show you know that he was uh you worth, know just worthy. as strong we'll worth keeping and just as strong a driver um and then it just didn't work out for me yeah, yeah I, well i don't th- i think that's a little unfair to just like like saying that the last of the race, like that cancels him out for your driver of the day when he was strong all day or, and all weekend. That's why I'm thinking like, I like the weekend warrior mm-hmm. um, kind of aspect of instead of doing like a driver of the day. And even with driver of the day, it's like, I mean, they were strong drivers all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't like take that away from him just because of one little misstep well, the last 10 I mean, laps. Why? I can do. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I have the power. Well, that's I mean, right. But I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, I don't mm-hmm. think it's fair. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. I'll say, so you to, can think it's fair. To, do, to do devil, be devil's advocate. Uh, Ab- yeah. Abdicate. Abdicate. Whatever. Abdicate. Scram. Abacus. So Verstappen really kind of did what Botas did today during qualifying, where he was on the last lap trying to get pole position Mm-hmm. And just went too wide at a corner and essentially had right. to just stop and yeah. didn't didn't get pole because of that started P3. Uh, but I think I think the race matters a little bit more than qualifying in that case. Uh, I mean, Valtteri Bottas did have a, a really good weekend. 
Uh, and unfortunately, he finished seven instead of five where he potentially could have, if not for that slip up. Yeah. Something about, too, where he was going to, he would have finished ahead of his old teammate, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Potentially both of his potential, Potentially ahead of Lewis Hamilton and his own position where George Russell is now in this race. It would have been cool to see. That would have been real cool. Yeah. I think, I think to me, like, you're right. It's, it, it's. A little, and we need to wrap up here, but it's a little unfair maybe to take that away from him just because he slipped up at the end. But they count the race that way. If you slip up at the end of the race, you know. Yeah, but this isn't this isn't about a race though. It's about the driver's performance throughout the day. You know. I'm sticking with Verstappen. I'm I'm gonna stick. Well, can we swing Paul? Are we gonna have to swing with Paul? I think you're gonna swing with me. I don't think I would. Max did what Max does. Yeah. He wins when he when his car finishes. Like that's that's yeah. what Max does. Are we gonna have swing with Paul? I don't Where, think I don't branch? think he's changing. So I'm yeah. not changing. We're stuck over on this branch. Let's start getting some All momentum right. and swinging over with him. I All don't right. think I don't hate the Botas pick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, so Valtteri Botas, instead of driver of the day, Valtteri Botas, weekend warrior for the Miami Grand Prix. See, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, do we do a weekend warrior thing? Because they already do a driver of the day. On the show, up. we can switch yeah. it up. Maybe we should try like driver of the weekend. Tweet at us. Yeah. If we get a single tweet, we'll I'll, change a it. Single I'll, person tweets at us. Whatever you ask for, it you're getting it at F1 side dash pod. Yeah, whatever you Twitter. tweet and ask us, yeah, you're just, getting it. I mean, I'm just gonna go ask Dan and Jeremy what they think okay. we should do. <laughs> <laughs> the two, you have like the two uh, regular I've got, an, I've got an I've got an in with our with two of our listeners. I'm for sure listening, and I've got an in with them. So you can we'll get like them. you can do like a lot of market research, like right at work. Right. Oh yeah, I got a lot of all right, a lot of. Right, skip on out of here. Or, Let's go on to the ad break. We'll yeah. be back. Time to make the biscuits. I got us a lead. Okay. Nick, a, mix the gravy. Lead. Yeah, yeah. I got us a lead. And it's it's listener Paul. Paul, the one that's right here sitting with us. Oh, hi, Paul. I've never listened to this show. Right. Well, anyway, I've got a lead on. Well, no, hold on now. You're here right now. You're listening to me and Cody. So oh, right. my thought is that since you just had a birthday... That you would be our super targeted ad this week. So me okay. and Cody are gonna sell you something that we mm-hmm. think that you would want for your for you know, maybe for his birthday, like a late birthday present, maybe just like something an old man who's getting older every year would want. The hurricane. A hurricane. The hurricane. It, what the, the, the hell did you just say? Yeah, oh, did you what? guys not I watch I don't want that? Did I you guys think. not watch Game Show Network a lot as a kid? Because I did. It's a cane. Where uh-huh. the bottom of it pivots so that it's not like a so single can bottom, go, can, so that you can you can really uh, not fall down get as some much. Torque and get some torque oh. off those liftoffs with your cane. Yeah. I actually like the. Her- I've turned around but on I, it now, but I can walk fine. Well, yeah, not for now. forever. You need to at least get like used to the idea that you're not gonna be like pitter pattern around your villa for the rest of your life eventually you're gonna slow down i hope I have i've accepted villa. i've accepted that paul is gonna get slower as he gets older i don't know if he is i'm yeah. not i'm not giving okay up. well maybe something else like 
Um, maybe something to help with like... Well, for now, the hurricane can be self-defense, but yeah. later it's it's when you need it to walk. Okay, so maybe like what we're doing... Okay, so... You we're buy gonna... it now for mm-hmm. when you need it in the future. That's what I'm saying, but he doesn't seem open to the idea. So what I'm saying, what I'm going to kind of pivot to is obviously we're going to buy him the hurricane and we're just going to put it next to the door and yeah. he'll be... He'll he when should he needs be getting mad that I'm being ungracious for this great gift you're trying to exactly. get. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm listen, we put... We a grumpy buy... old man about it. Yeah, we buy him the hurricane. We'll put it next to the door. When he needs it, he'll grab it. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. But my idea now, he's still physically younger-ish. Ripped. Yeah, yeah he's still physically ripped and youngish. Yeah. So, and he, but he does have like the old man brain. So maybe what we get yeah. him uh, is plant stuff to plant things gardening. in like a garden. That's yeah. I love gardening. Maybe we just get him some flats. Are we advertising flats of flowers? Oh, I was like, or flats. Or, or vegetables? I was like, does he usually garden in heels? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, flat. I meant flats of like plants. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It's a plant. Sorry, term. I'm not a gardener. I don't he know. Would, he would get it though because he he's a it. plant guy. So yeah, he yeah, hears yeah. flats and he thinks, oh, flats of plants, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, I thought heels. 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 Yeah. Well, we're getting. All right, fine. We're getting him heels. We're get, no, we're getting him flats for gardening. So that okay. so that he can garden without having to wear his heels. new gardening shoes. Because yeah. I that's what I hate the most is when the back of the heel uh-huh. like it stabs into the ground. Stabs into the ground. It, ground, it, yeah. it, it yeah. makes it hard to walk, and I feel like I'm gonna break an ankle. But mm-hmm. it's really good for aerating the yard mm-hmm. while I'm out there. Okay, here we go. Around. Maybe it's one and one. It's right. those shoes that have spike like not cleats but uh-huh. they have spikes specifically for aerating your garden yep. when you that work. would be a great gift yeah okay so here we go okay. here's here's the ad <laughs> do you garden in heels isn't it such a drag yes. when your heel sinks into the mud well check out these shoes wow they let you aerate your garden Wow, you don't have to wear heels and fall over in that pesky mud. I'm aerating like never before. There's so much oxygen in the dirt here now. My plants, they're growing before my eyes. If you want your plants to grow, get these shoes that don't have a name. My wife came back. There you go. Get these (laughs) shoes. Okay, so now if you make those shoes, if those are an actual product and we didn't just make Mm -hmm. it up, I'm pretty then sure they contact us and we'll before. advertise. If they're not, TM, 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 TM. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say that we did pretty successful, pretty successful ad break because we're just going to buy him this stuff because it's his birthday. He's a birthday boy. Yeah, so oh. it's going to get bought. You still feel strong? How do you feel? Like an ox, baby. All right, let's okay. get out of here. Let's get back to the B, let's get to the B segment. So uh, two weeks from now, next race, another two-week gap uh, of my life gone, um, <laughs> is Barcelona. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in Spain. Are, are you going to Disney next week? I am going to Disney next he week. I don't lives. think that's yes. two <laughs> week of your life No, wasted. it's going to be actually pretty sick. Uh, it's going to be hell yeah. waiting, for, yeah. waiting yeah. for this race in the Magic go Kingdom. Freaking yeah. Disney. Uh, so they're going to Spain where they do mm-hmm. preseason testing, or oh. half of it. Um, it's got... Two DRS zones. It's got 16 corners, and the lap record uh, is set by Max Verstappen, going uh, averaging 133 miles an hour. It's pretty fast. Max. It's pretty fast. Uh, a minute and 18 seconds. So it's uh, a shorter track. They'll do 66 laps. Um. So shorter track, more laps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- I'm. 
I mean, I'm never not excited for a race, but I'm pretty excited for this race because everybody's super uh, familiar with it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they literally did testing there for right. three days running yep. like a billion laps right. uh, while they're testing out these cars. And so it's going to be a lot of people who know, you know, who know what they're doing. They know what this track has to offer. They know the ins and outs and all of it. It's, it's the like, opposite of Miami this week. I think this is, I think this yeah. is going to be a really good race. I think this is a race people can get excited about. I think with Miami, you know, you don't know what's coming because it's never been raced before. You know, there's come, there's some, and there's fake yachts and the, yeah, turn. yeah right. Yeah. And there's some races definitely aren't, you know, as exciting as others, but I think this is a good race coming up. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And, I think nothing can be as boring as that Miami race. Yeah, I think though that Red Bull's going to kind of maintain their dominance for Except now. For the last like, ten laps, but I think that well, not Don. Yeah, I think Verstappen's going to maintain his dominance. Well, I again. think as long. Well, he's not dominating. Well, he did. He well, is until the safety car. He is in certain races, and he was. I know, but he's still like. 30 points. Well, now he's, yeah, he's still almost 30 he's, points. He's like, I think he's 19. Streak is what I mean to 19. say. He, he's 19 points behind Leclerc right yeah, now. Yeah, and I would say, oh. I guess what I mean is his dominant streak. See, he's actually won more races, though. Is that right? I think that Well, he's, now he has. He's yeah. won every race that his car actually let him finish the race. Right. Oh, is that a sneak peek at Stat of the Week? Oh, don't, yeah, don't, too Oh, don't tell him that. For, forget, forget you heard that. Yeah, yeah, forget for, you heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Lewis Hamilton's won the last four years. I don't see that happening again this year. Yeah. But. Uh, he had a strong race, but no. What do we not. think will happen? You, are we going to race predictions? Who Who's willing to go first? Uh, I'll go Noah? first. Noah's going first. I actually right. feel pretty confident about my picks. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I think it is going to be Verstappen. And I think just much like to. I think Verstappen, Leclerc. Perez, Sainz, Botas. I'm going to say Botas. All right. What do you think, Paul? Interesting. All right. Now, I think there might be a slight mm-hmm. echo in the room. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, I think it's coming back around now. Oh, here comes the sound. I see it coming straight at me. Verstappen, Leclerc, <laughs> Perez, Sainz. Oh, I lost the echo, though. I guess that last driver didn't make it, so I'm going to have to pick a, last, a fifth driver. Mm-hmm. I'm going Russell. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Man, I just don't like matching. I don't like us all matching, because then there's no winners or losers. Uh, So I'm going to go... Well, I'll so stick, far, we're not matching. Right. Well, but three <laughs> out of four. Ain't uh, bad. Yeah, that's, that's where I knew that was coming. <laughs> I'm going to go with... I'm going to stick Verstappen, Leclerc. I'm going to go Sainz, mm-hmm. Perez. So switch those two around. I mean, hey, listen, there's not a lot. There's <laughs> well, two teams, can, I, there's obviously, at the top well, right yeah, now. Yeah. Finish your thing, but there's something to be said. I know, I know. And, you know, Russell's finished in the top five. Mm-hmm. Every time, mm-hmm. I got to go with Russell at five. Yeah, until baby. he stops doing it. I would say, yeah, baby. I would say the thing to take away from this, because those are kind of like super boring predictions, except mine, which is actually a little spicy and good and awesome. Yeah, sure. I, I actually thought about Botas for sure. Right. Yeah. But he's getting into the I conversation. I also want to win. Right. Yeah. I think, though, the thing to be said about it is that I think that two teams have, two teams are strongly dominating the first four positions yeah it's just one order one right now well, and it's not even what order it's it's honestly the 
it's which one will get off better usually. Ew, gross. Yeah, gross. Sorry, I, I should have said that. Uh, it's which one you know has the advantage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Verstappen and Leclerc, and then how do the number two drivers finish? Signs and Perez back and forth because they do completely different setups like each race, and it's interesting to see like kind of the difference that can come out of them and stuff. But I think that Red Bull's kind of uh, Red Bull's kind of on the front step a little bit with like strategies and stuff right now with Verstappen especially. Um, so yeah, I think I think you're just gonna see just a little bit of a continuation of what. Yeah, I mean, really the the big the big pick is who you're picking for fifth. Yeah. It's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. Who's going to get there. I think that you won't see, I I, I don't know if you'll see anything too terribly exciting in the first five positions of this race, but who is your all's dark horse driver? Wait, you say dark horse driver? Uh Oh, here he comes. Dark horse driver. Oh, it's chills. (laughs) Chills every time. (laughs) Whoo. Man, I was thinking about, so, Paul should have to go first because we both went first. Sorry, didn't we? Well, okay, yeah. Paul, you know you go what? First. I I don't have one <laughs> week for the this track. So your dark horse driver is, that is no one. Everything's gonna happen exactly as expected. Void. It's just like blackness of yeah. like nothing. Also, I feel like we need to keep up with our dark horse drivers and talk about them more because I feel like half the time we say it and then I forgot. Yeah, there's mine. no. I think follow-up. mine was Alonzo. And he, yeah, that's I a can't good even point. Remember. That's he a good point. Okay. We haven't really, we never really we've check really, in with those yeah, riders. Yeah, we really never really judge ourselves. They ride, those dark horse drivers. They drive. They ride into town, and then we and just kind of like sup. And they, yeah, they we never, never talk about it. And I think again. our record is really bad. On I a hundred percent think that this segment, if you look back on it too hard, is probably a big stinker. But it's I like it. Terrible. So let's just. Maybe we should do it as we're doing it right now and not think about it afterward. Yeah. And right. someone could tweet at us and tell us how terrible we are yeah. if they want. But otherwise, I can think, ah, I think what I said was smart. Yeah, it's probably pretty good. So uh, I'll go, my, my, oh no, sorry, Paul. It you stinks. Did, Paul you said nobody, and I think I that stinks. Paul, you okay, can think well, about it. if we're going to do this off the noggin, I'm going to say Dark Horse Driver for next week is mm-hmm. going to be. Mm-hmm. Nice. Schumacher. I want to go second because I have something to say. Okay, go ahead. And the thing I have to say is, you stinking, stinky bastard. Like, because <laughs> well, I haven't I, showered today. I did. I did write down Mick Schumacher because I was thinking about this during the race, and then you just dome pieced Mick hey, Schumacher that's what you with Haas. That's what you get when you make me go first, baby. And so I should have gone first because then you yeah. look like a stupid stupid boy well i'll be different then okay well i would have just chosen well mick schumacher i think though just to just to say i think you know mick schumacher had a really good race and maybe this one for me was just more that i'd like to see him have another really strong race and maybe he will and that's why i would pick him as my dark horse driver so uh my dark horse driver is somebody who we saw really show off on this track during testing to the point where we thought they were going to be just kicking ass and taking names all Mm -hmm. season long. Who was that? Lando Norris. You're right. McLaren looked super good good at Barcelona testing, and they kept saying, like, hey, guys, Mm -hmm. don't get crazy. The car's not as good as it seems right now. Maybe I should just copy Cody now instead of copying Well, but I've already said it, though. Fine. I don't want you you over here. (laughs) Paul, you know what you could do? Paul, you know what we could do? We could call Daniel Ricardo and see what he has to say about it. You if know, we can get him on the phone. Hold on, actually, let me see if I can dial him up. We'll see if he answers. You don't even do, have do, his do, number. Do, 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 I'm. He's I my friend. He's my friend. I stole it off your phone. Do, 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 do. Is he gonna answer? 
Uh, if it rings three times, he's not going to answer. Hold on, just give him a second. I know Daniel Ricardo. He doesn't answer. You've reached the voicemail box of Daniel oh, Ricardo. What's leave a the voicemail? Leave a message after the beat. Hey, buddy, just checking in with you to see if you'd come on our podcast again. It was super fun the last time you were here, and you definitely sounded like it was really actually you that was Yeah, you said really defamatory things about Carlos Sainz, but maybe you won't do that next time. Yeah, but if you do come back and stuff, that'd be super cool, and we'll see you then and stuff. And uh, uh, bye, see you, bye. Mailbox full. Oh, shoot. Damn it. Beans. I guess you can't leave him any more voicemails. (laughs) All right, well, uh, so Dark Horse Driver is two Schumachers, one Norris. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the stat of the week, we kind of already said it. We we let it slip mm. every time. <laughs> I like numbers. Stat of the week. There we go. Uh, every time Max Verstappen has finished a race this season, it has been in first place. Mm-hmm. If his car lets him finish a race, he's gonna yeah. win the race. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how he do. Man, and so really, until he proves uh proves differently, uh, we're probably gonna. I mean, it's not Matthew, but it's a statty. All right, well, uh, we're going to get this thing out of here. Uh, you can follow us on social media, uh, on Twitter, uh, at F1Side-Pod. Um, leave us reviews, Google, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, next episode... Uh, going to be an in-between week, Monday, May 15th. going to be like just uh, in-between now in the Barcelona race. Yeah. Worst week of our lives. Yeah, worst week of our lives, mm-hmm. especially for Cody. He's going to be in Disney. He's going to yeah. be in Disney. All right, uh... Follow us there. Leave us reviews. All that stuff. We'll see you guys next week. I've been Cody. I'm Noah. And I'm Paul. See you guys later.